This, 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 this is mythical. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. This is Dispatches from Myrtle Beach with Charles Neal and my son, Link. Man, it's been a little, been a little while. How you doing? I'm doing good, Dad. Good to see you. Good to see yeah, you. Yeah, I'll tell you, yeah. And this, this is officially Happy New Year for us. This is the first time we're seeing each other recording one in the 2024. So, Happy New Year, Father. Be. Yeah, Happy New Year to you, yeah. I, I, we, we did kind of... Do a little text and when uh, on New Year's Eve, but besides that, we ain't, we ain't got to see one another uh, like we usually do. Right so now, it's it, it's really good to see you. Yeah, yeah. and uh, so. good to see you too. See, I've I've got a little bit more of a tan. I've been outside a lot. And when you're in New Zealand, everything is outside, and it's there's lots to do. So I got I got lots to tell you about. Yeah, you, okay. you, you don't look yeah, like you have much more of a tan, but I don't know if that's possible well, for hey, you. You just constantly have a tan. Well, I hey, I I had some tan, and it's been well, it's been about a month now since we got back, so it's kind of eased on out. Like winter has eased on in. So. <laughs> From you're talking about your Aruba tan. That's correct, cause man, I I had a tan. I mean. You were laying out every day. Is that is that yeah. the extent of your update? You went to Aruba, and you no, laid I, out. No, no, we'll get into that in a little bit and talk about your trip. And well, fine. I'll, I'll, what you want? What you want to talk about first? Then. Well, <clears throat> I got a little holler out that I wanted to get over with, and okay, and all right, it's the, your show. Then, then, then we got a lot of. A lot of catching up to do, so That's what I, I just think. thought it'd be good. Uh, Jenna Murphy sent me a thing. It says, it's the darkest time of the year in Alaska when we get just five hours of low light during the day and tons of snow. Listening to your podcast sweeps me away. Goodness gracious. As soon as I hear that <laughs> music, I am a, I'm in a warmer, sunnier place. It's a tough time of the year, and the laughter while listening to your podcast gives me a boost. So as I go to my outdoor job, where I am in the cold and dark and the snow, your podcast truly has made has me drifting away to Myrtle Beach and Bear 
and I couldn't bear these winters without you guys. If you holler me out, it would make my year. Well, Jenna, I'm hollering you out, and I, uh, I, I don't know what to tell you because I, I want to go to Alaska, but I don't want to go up there and live because I don't like cold weather. And I admire you for living there, and people just like to live at different places. But uh, I am glad dispatches from Myrtle Beach makes your life a little bit better while you're working and when it's cold and all that snow that you've got out there. So here's a holler out from Charles and my son, Link. Holler out, Jenna Murphy. That, see, that's the power that you have, Dad. You can brighten someone's day just by a holler out. And I. it sounds like that you are literally brightening her very dark day. I mean, not. I guess she's not getting the tans that we've been getting lately. Not, oh, no. a, she, not enough sunlight no. up there in Alaska, apparently. Yeah, because it's, you know, Jenna, we're going get, to get right on because I've been to Aruba and Link's been to New Zealand and it was hot in New Zealand and it was hot in Aruba and we've both been getting a suntan. So uh, I hope it don't make you jealous that, we, uh, that even in the dead of winter here at Myrtle Beach, we, we've been traveling around getting us a suntan in different parts of the world. So, um, Hey, listen, you gave her the holler out. That brightened her day. You don't need to attach an apology to it. We're not rubbing it in. We're sharing it. We're sharing oh, yeah, that. We share. That would be correct, yeah. Here I am so getting, Link, look, I'm getting, a, I'm getting a phone call, I did, and it, I'm going to answer it. Hello? They it was Nana. Up. It was Nana. Uh, Nana. Well, let me call her back. That's fine. I mean, she can be a part of the show. Yeah. We can give her a hard time for interrupting. You can't give her a hard time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try my best. <laughs> hey, Nana. Hey, darling boy. You just called me. You're back in the United States. That's right. And listen, you... You called me at a at an interesting time. You have interrupted me in the middle of something very important. Can you guess what it is? Well, you you uh, finished it, I hope. No, I am. I I was just starting it. Oh. I was. And well, do you want me to? You, do you want to call me back? I just wanted to hear your voice and and know that things are fine. Well. Full disclosure, you are now on Dispatches from Myrtle Beach with your son Charles and your grandson Link. That's what you have interrupted. Oh, I'm sorry. You don't have to be sorry. We <laughs> no. called you on purpose. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you did? Yeah, so you now you need to say something to uh to all of our Myrtle Beasts listeners. You got anything you want to say to them? Yes, I have a most grand grandson that ever there was and my son is the same way you are just tops i can't argue with that i love you both very much okay can you um can you put that in the form of a podcast review on apple or wherever you listen to podcasts 
Okay. Hey, you don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> she, you're so quiet. She, okay. Oh, she does. Okay. All right. All right. And and a podcast is what? Yep. I'm so glad that y'all were home and that you had a good time. We had a good time. I was I was just about to tell Dad all about it, and and uh, we will we'll call you back and tell you all about it too. All right, dear. I love you. I love you too. But I will say it was probably the best trip that I've ever been on, ever. You know, I've been on a lot of trips. It's wonderful. It's absolutely beautiful you, in New you Zealand. May never I know it was very special, and uh, we didn't kill each other, and we still love each other after spending two <laughs> weeks together. And just, I mean, we put all the kids in their own room, and then Christy and I usually had our own room. There was a couple okay. of nights where Lando was in the room with us, but for the most part, we put the kids in their own room so they, we would go to sleep and they'd be alive, and then we'd get up the next morning and check on if they hadn't killed each other, and they they were doing all right. Mean to each other anyway. They are. They get along pretty well, and it's uh, they didn't. They don't. They don't throw any things or or bite. You know. <laughs> oh. Well, I'll call you back. Good but yeah, we're. Voice, I'm glad things are well, and you're gonna have to put all that together. And when you come, I want to see it all, and you tell us about it. Okay, I promise. I'll, and I'll get you some okay. pictures. Okay. I love you much. Love you. Dad says hey, and you know he loves you too. Hey, I yep. do know he loves me much. <laughs> and we tell you everything. There's not any stories that we talk about on this show that we don't tell you about. So don't go asking. And don't worry about listening to the show because we tell you everything when we talk to you. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> love you. Bye. <laughs> okay. You was the one that you was the one that lied to your nana. It won't me. Okay, yeah, that's true. <laughs> hey, don't tell her. <laughs> don't you? Tell her. I ain't telling her. No, I ain't getting. Does hey, the only reason you didn't lie to her too? I assume is like because she couldn't hear you. That's a, yeah. Because I don't tell her, and I didn't. I didn't step up. I ain't never told her that she didn't need to watch the show either. Cause I didn't want to open that can of worms. Yeah. Have somebody come over and say, "Was that a mistake? Did I, I just plant? I'm, did I just plant the yeah, thought in her head?" Yeah. Well, no. She she may she's got some older friends that's that kind of is more adept that looking at stuff. Of course, she can't look at it on her phone because she's got one of them little old flip phones. So okay, well, we're, we're in pretty good shape. So I'm, all right, but yeah. we'll just go ahead and hey, listen. If you're if you're in contact with Nana and you're listening to the show, you gotta there's a there's a circle of trust here that uh, you listen and then you don't you don't tell Nana. So don't divulge. You don't what? divulge. So there you go, and don't say I heard. I heard you on uh, Dispatches from Myrtle Beach. Don't even say that. Don't even say that. Don't even remind her of that. <laughs> don't bring it up. Don't. I made the mistake. Don't follow in my footsteps. Don't plant any seeds that she could listen to it or should listen to it. 
All right. Don't tell Nana that's, anything. Uh, oh, yeah. So that's a quote from my son from Dispatches from Myrtle Beach. Just kind of leave Nana out and let her keep thinking about what's going on. Snitch, no snitching. It's time for another edition of Shagging Around the World. That's that's the one thing you, with the kids on vacation. There were certain points when Lily would be like, I got to tell Lando that he cannot be a snitch. He's complaining about how Lando would like tell us stuff about, you know, rep- he would give a report about stuff that Lily had done in the room. Like assert which bed she got and which bed Lando got. And Lando was like, listen, at the at the first place we got to, there was, um, they had, we had brought it, there was one room with two beds, okay? And we brought, we got them to bring in a third bed. And when we walked in the room, it was like, there was a queen size bed, there was a twin bed, and then there was a cot. And it was just like a <laughs> baby bear, you know, me, like the the three bears beds is what it was like little bed medium sized bed and big bed and we just we said all right this is y'all's room and then me and Christy went to our room because it had one king bed and we had nothing to argue about we said we'll just let them handle this a few minutes later Lando comes in the room and Lily handled it because she got the queen size bed she thought she handled it yeah and a few minutes later, uh, Lando comes in our room and he says, you know, Lily is basically playing the the oldest child card. And, and then, and he was upset about it. And he said, I said, we should play rock, paper, scissors for the biggest bed and go from there. And whoever wins gets it because I want my chance. I never get my chance. I'm always the smallest. And the smallest gets put in the smallest bed, and that's how it's always been. And he said, you know what? I am no longer the smallest. <laughs> Lily is now the smallest. <laughs> and, and I was like, wow, well, you're right. I mean, you know, now that he's 14, he's like shooting up in height. And, of course, Lincoln is taller than me. Oh, yeah. And Lando is taller than Christy now. Which means that he's also taller than Lily. He's tall. <laughs> and he was like, so if we want to go by who's the biggest, you get the smallest. But I'm cutting you a deal with this rock, paper, scissors thing. And I was loving the fact that Lando was like being so assertive about it. And then about that, he, and he was just reporting this to us. And then about that time, then Lily's coming in our room. And Lily's like, well, I, 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 that's, just not, that's just not how I see things. It's basically... You know, her assertion. She's like, she's still the oldest and, you know, she's an adult. So she should be able to make that decision. And uh, she was not willing to take the risk that Lando offered. And then then, Land, uh, all of a sudden, then Lincoln comes in. Now we're having a family meeting. Of course, Lincoln being a part of a family meeting, you, do you know what that means, right? When Lincoln joins a family meeting. Oh, yeah. He's, he's- it is he he's the one that needs to be in control of everything that's going on. I think he would be the best because he's the peacemaker. What it means oh, is yeah. that nothing because he doesn't say anything. He's a classic middle child. And he's just there to like watch them fight each other and stay out of it. 
And it was very clear that Lily and Lincoln were fighting over the big bed and the little bed, and that Lincoln was just like, okay, well, Lincoln's, Lincoln's just going to get the middle bed and stay out of it, you know? He had already decided that uh, by default, and he was fine with it. So it was very classic middle child to get the middle bed and stay out of everything. And um, they ended up, Lily and Lando, sharing the big bed. And nobody slept on the cot. And then they all leave. And um, we took a nap because we were kind of zapped. We wake up from the nap and we're getting ready to go somewhere or check out the surroundings, you know, lots to explore. We can't nap forever, Neils. And then Lando's, uh, he snitched again. He was like, well, Lily took a nap on the little bed. On the cot. And I'm like, well, that's good, right? He was like, no, but then she still she still refuses to sleep on the little bed. She opened up a whole can of worms again by for some reason electing to take a nap on the cot that she was so adamant against sleeping on. I was like, listen, this has already been decided. This is over. And we moved on to something else. But that that was the drama of the uh of the trip right there, Dad. <laughs> Hey, Dad, why don't you put in a little plug for last meals? I don't have time, I'm sick. Can you just do it? I'll, I'll do it. Can I do it as you? I don't care. I just, if you love my show, Dispatches from Myrtle Beach, then you'll love the Mythical Kitchens show, Last Meals, because it can get morbid. Uh, they're off to a huge start in 2024. They got Gordon Ramsay on? Huh, take my word, this is only the beginning. So check out the Mythical Kitchen channel and the Last Meals playlist for even more of your fave fives, fives, favorites, sharing their ideal hypothetical Last Meals with Chef Josh. Yes, they're not actually dying. Well, we're all dying, but you know what I mean. And then of course, on the back end, just to go ahead and take care of that, you heard the fiasco, we were, we, we flew into Auckland, we spent half of our time there, and then at the halfway point, we flew from Auckland down to Queenstown uh, in the South Island. And w- we stayed in Queenstown for a while, and then to end our entire trip, we, were, we, we, were, we took our rental car back, we, and we were driving it back to then fly back to Auckland, and then have a, like a five-hour layover, and then get on a, the plane from Auckland back to LA direct, which is like an 11 and a half hour flight. Well, we got a text uh, on the way to return the rental car. And if, I, I'll be honest, at this point, we were, as, mu- as much fun as we were having, um, we could have come home two days earlier. Which if yeah. you're there for a little over two weeks, you know, two days, you know, it's, you never can anticipate Honestly, when you're going to feel like wanting yeah. to come at home. But like, we were ready to come at home. We missed the dogs. We missed... We missed our house, we missed our comfort zone, and uh, we missed our space and uh, our friends and the dogs. Did I mention the dogs? Yeah. We missed the dogs, we missed the dogs so much. And um, so we were kind of at our limit, you know? And then we get a text when I was literally pulling into the rental return. Don't panic, but your flight home from Auckland has been canceled. 
just outright canceled, not delayed. And you're like, oh, crap. But Kara, our assistant, said, don't panic. So you know what? I'm not going to panic. The good news is we had worked through a travel agent. We worked with our travel agent for like all of our big trips. Her name's Nancy. You know, it's like you're in a good, another good Nancy in our lives. Can't have enough yeah. good Nancys, right? That would be correct. So the good news is she was tackling all the rebooking and stuff while we were just trying to go through the rigmarole and continuing to get on this first trip back on the first leg. So she was able to rebook something, but so we flew to Auckland and then instead of getting on the next next flight, flying through the night, we just left and checked into a hotel. Got up early the next morning and flew to Sydney, Australia. More out of the way, wrong direction. That was a three and a half hour flight. And you know Christy is, she doesn't love to fly. She yeah, she ain't crazy about it. Yep. So that's the, la- the last thing you want is to add a three and a half hour flight a- after a night of trying to sleep again. It was it was tough for her especially. And and then when we got to Sydney, we then we got we connected on a flight to Los Angeles that was two hours longer than if we'd have flown from Auckland. So it was thirteen and a half hours, and we flew through that night slept as much as we could but we made it i mean like yesterday i'm still like i it's like i got it's like i hit a wall like 30 minutes before we did this show that's why i got this well that's what i when i when i text you yesterday and said well i i texted you and said well i'll see you tomorrow and she said you said yeah i guess and i said man i i don't know what what kind of shape he's gonna be and all <laughs> that? I said all that flying, got to get up and go go right instead of having a day to rest and get kicked in and yeah. back to normal. You had to come home and but hey, that but now <clears throat> let and I'll get into a Reuben a little bit. But tell me about I we saw some. You sent me a couple of pictures of. New Zealand, but tell me, I mean, I told you and, the best parts already. No, well, uh, I, I that, remember that the first picture I sent you. Do you remember what it was? It was of us in front of the door, the circular yeah, door. It was, uh, Describe it. Describe the door. Describe the picture. It looked like a a big a bunch of bushes going around this stone door, but it was some kind of movie. Well, see it. I just I said we're huh? here, and I sent you the picture, and and do you remember what and you I, texted back? Yeah, I, I said, "Is that where you're staying?" That's what. <laughs> dad, Dad, yeah, you thought we were staying in a hobbit hole. You thought we were. You thought our hotel was a hobbit hole. I don't. Hey, I don't even know if I. Hey, I think I know what a hobbit is in th- those movies and calls a. Lando and them, but hey, it looked like you can't ever tell when y'all go off on vacation where you're gonna stay and what it's gonna look like. And when you get, and it was a pretty neat looking thing in that oh, picture. Yeah. Oh yeah, where y'all were staying. So, and all I could see was the outside. I couldn't see that it was just a little old hobbit hole. <laughs> it looked pretty neat. Looked yeah. pretty neat to me. Yeah, so. You've seen the movies, yeah. uh, and uh, it, yes, there are there are thematic. Airbnbs throughout the world, but um, I don't presume that you are studied in those either. So, 
No. But uh-uh. but you gave me the benefit of the doubt as be adventurous. Basically, you were doing the same thing that Christy did for most of the vacation was was I'm not going to put anything past you for what you might have planned for us on this trip. Oh, you want to inner tube down three hours in a in a pitch black cave, uh, and jump backwards off of waterfalls in the complete darkness. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm not doing that. I'm not a cave girl. Oh, <laughs> oh, you want to? You 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 want to go uh, get on another flight and get on another flight? Uh, that. I don't love that. You know, it's like you want to you want to go on a on a on a bike on a family biking trip using a suspiciously vague map and take us all over um the countryside through multiple towns on what by just uh even a conservative estimate is a four-hour bike ride you want to do this Mm. no i i'm not i'm not up for that well we're already on the bikes (laughs) (laughs) Uh, well they're e-bikes you know uh you pedal but they do most of the work they do yeah those things are nice Uh, yeah i i have an adventure spirit and um no doubt. We had to, yeah. we had we had to get on we had a little bit of we got to get on the same page. We had a few of those moments, but we we figured it out. We figured it out. But yeah, we did uh so me and the kids we did the cave thing and uh Christy stayed back and and heard all about it and she made the right choice for her. It was amazing. Are you a cave person? Yeah, I know you've been in like big you've been in caves. You've been you like oh, caverns. Yeah. You like yeah. are you cool with tight oh, spaces? Like- yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Well, maybe. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, her, her, and Nancy would. It, if we'd have been with y'all, it'd have worked out pretty good. <laughs> she, she wouldn't. She won't go. She's not. She. You can't even hardly get Nancy to get in the ocean, much less <laughs> jump off a waterfall backwards. Because we tried right. to get her to go uh, snorkeling. Because I learned how to snorkel. Oh. This time in Aruba. For real. And yeah. Pat bought me a snorkel, a, a nice one, a nice snorkel thing, and uh, and so what we, is a nice snorkel thing? I mean, it's got one end goes in your mouth, one end goes in the air. It's a pipe and goggles. Yeah, but this one's got a little thing. So if you get water in it, if you just blow out on it, it clears it out instead of having to take it out of your mouth, like the one I tried to use the year before when we was in a room and oh. things didn't go so well. Oh, so okay. That's the only difference. Oh, I mean, cool. So, and, what did you uh, did you go out on a boat or did you go from the shore snorkeling? We, I, I went just where we were staying at, and I just went out where, uh, got in the water and practiced and swam around with it and looked down, and looked around. But the whole time we were there, Link, it just uh, they told us the reason it was when you stuck your arm, you know. Down in the and you were in the water and you had your hand down in there, and I got some long arms. But if I had it stuck down and was snorkeling, it was so cloudy that I couldn't even see my hand. Really? 
So, and they said it was because they had one big um, cruise ship come in, and it's so big that when it ports at Aruba, it has to back in to where it gets to. Okay. It can't drive in, turn around, and it stirs up all the water where it, and it was, and of course, when we had a, some, had a shower to a rain, different things, a little storm, but that ain't nothing. I mean, I didn't, we wouldn't even leave from outside. They'd want to get up under a tent, and I say, it's, a, it's 85 degrees. <laughs> Y'all ain't going to melt. <laughs> Just sit here. It'll be gone in 15 minutes. And, uh, so you laid out in the rain and just, just weathered Just laid there and let it swing, yeah, because I'd get in the water and go swimming, and if it was too wet raining, I'd just go out there and get in the water. <laughs> wet's wet, I mean, right? Wet's wet. and uh, But it, it was So it visibility was, was low. Yeah. So, and then me and Pat went another day and walked way down the beach, and Nancy went with us to see if it was clear there, and we snorkeled around out there and at a place, and it was about the same. And then, we, and we were going to go on a boat trip, and the guy was nice enough for you rent and stuff, told us, he said, it just is not a good time to go. Mm. He said, I'll take you, but you won't see what you need to see because the water stirred up so much, it was, which I, we give him an attaboy for that instead of spending that $80 a piece okay. that we got to put that and keep that in our pocket but got a boy it was still so when you still, when you learn to snorkel e even though there was no visibility did you did you learn to dip down hold your breath and dip down swim around a little bit and then come up and then clear the snorkel yeah yeah i did that a couple times too sounds like you're ready to go scuba diving next well yeah we, we may have to talk about that. You got to take a class, though. You got to be certified. Oh, yeah. You know, Lincoln and I did that. And Hawaii. Yeah. We, we, we did it in New Zealand, too. Did you? Yeah. One oh, day, yeah. Um, we we dropped the, the rest of the family off back in Auckland, because we were staying south of Auckland. And then we drove back up two hours, we dropped them off at the hotel to stay that night. And then we kept driving north another two and a half hours to almost the top of the North Island. So like Lincoln and I had our own little road trip and we got to see a whole other part of the island and we got to listen to our music, you know, like on the <laughs> way there, I was playing him my hip hop that I love that you wouldn't like at all. And then on the yeah. ride back, he was playing me his hip-hop that he loves that you wouldn't like at all. Unless you're into Lil Uzi Vert. I don't, I don't know if he's your thing, but uh, it might be. I'm not going to presume no, I, anything. No. Don't know if I know who Uzi Burke is, but that's all right. Lil Uzi Vert. Lil Uzi Vert. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There you all go. Right, I got it. Yeah. All right. What about yeah. Stove God Cooks? Stove God Cooks. Stove God Cooks. Stove God Cooks. Yes, he I, does. I don't know who that yes, is. Yes, he does, and he'll rap all about it, Dad. <laughs> Logan, just make a note. We're, we, need to, we need to have a, a hip-hop orientation for Dad a as like a separate, a separate session. Perfect. 
Let's do I mean, it. This is just a little taste. Yes. <laughs> I don't know what that it's going to be, be but uh, if you're up for it, Dad, do you want to do like a, huh? a hip hop orientation? Oh, yeah. I, 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 you know, I've been known to kind of make an idiot out of myself on my, on my show, not knowing who hip hop what he is and nothing, so I'm game. <laughs> okay, all right. We'll put, pin, we'll put a pin in now, uh, oh, yeah. and we will not forget about it. So, yeah, uh, Lincoln and I had our own little trip up there, and um, we had a good time scuba diving. We went, what, this, the boat that we were on, because we went out like an hour and a half out to these uh, remote islands that are like completely uninhabited, and Jacques Cousteau, uh, went out there and back in the day and was talking about how it was such an amazing, one of the top places to dive. Well, I know who he is. I know who mm-hmm. Jacques Cousteau is. Yeah, so yeah. He, that he's got bars. And I'm, yep. I'm talking about pressure. See, it, that, oh, was, yeah. that, was, yeah. that was quite a joke there. It was a scuba hip-hop joke. There's not many people making those. I mean, <laughs> it, 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 this is dispatches from Myrtle Beach, y'all. I got to bring my best for my dad. For his show. Jacques Cousteau has bars. I mean, (laughs) I just have to say it again. I'm so happy with myself. Dad, bars are rap lyrics. Like, you know, music bars. But when they're really good, when a rapper's really good, it's like he's got bars. bars. Anyway... um, Lincoln had just gotten over a head cold. I didn't think he could make the scuba trip because you have to be able to like equalize. Even when you scu- uh, snorkel, you know, if you dive down just a couple of feet, you'll have to equalize. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he was able to do it, and we were ecstatic that he got to experience. And we dr- the, the boat that we were on, we went out, and we were driving towards this one of these islands, there's like multiple islands. We were driving right towards one, and there was, I could tell that there was a, like a hole in it. Not all the way through it. There were a lot of arches, but there was like a black hole, like a tunnel. We kept going closer and closer to it. And I'll be damned if that thing didn't get bigger and bigger. And, it, and the captain didn't say anything. And then all of a sudden, we're going inside of this cave. And we go all the way inside of this cave, the whole boat. And then he's like, you can check off your bucket list being in the world's largest sea cave by volume. The whole boat went inside of it. And it was just it was just a huge sea cave with like glimmering rocks, like where the 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 sun just like shone, like reflected off, and we're just in there, man. I bet that's neat. And then, and then yeah. we then we left that, and we went around an archway, and same thing. Went through this archway. The thing kept getting bigger and bigger, and it was huge. We went right through this archway, and he said, "This is the largest natural archway in the southern hemisphere." And they were just right around the corner from each other, and that was above yeah. water. Below water, it was amazing too. So we had a great time, and then that night we're staying. We, we drive all the way back and, and we stayed in the other hotel room because everybody else was like already bedded down. Next morning, we had to fly down to Queenstown. And um, I wake up in the middle of the night and my, my now, I'm, I'm all congested. And I, I instinctively 
grabbed my nose to equalize. And so I like tried to pop my ears and my left ear would not, it wouldn't pop. And then all of a sudden, you know, it was like, it was kind of half open and all of a sudden it just like yep. sealed. And I was in the, mm. I had walked to the bathroom and then I turned around and it threw off my equilibrium so much that like, first of all, it was pitch dark because I didn't want to wake Lincoln up. And then I'd had no equilibrium. Like my middle ear was just all messed up. And I almost hit the floor and I, I like grabbed the counter and then I'm like walking. I'm like, oh, I just, I got to get back. I just got to get back into bed and then I'll, I'll figure it out from there. And so like, I'm like putting my hands on the bed on Lincoln's side of the bed and trying to walk around the bed like, like this. And it wakes Lincoln up and like, Lincoln's like, dad, why are you, why are you feeling in the bed? <laughs> and I was just like, I was like, I can't walk. So I know I've blown out my ear. I don't know what's going on. And so then he was awake and then I was laying there and long story short, I could not get my ear to equalize. I had middle ear barotrauma. And uh, mm. that, that sound good. It was very discombobulating. It wasn't that it was painful as much as it was just like, I don't know. It, it wasn't a, it, it was like it, the ear was just full and there was nothing I could do about it to make it clear, except take some um, decongestant stuff. It took, it took three days for it to totally clear up. And I was, yeah. and I had to get on a flight. It was, you can't scuba and then fly with a certain amount of time, but I was clear of that time. But it turns out that I, it, it actually got better when I was in the air because I'd taken enough decongestant nasal spray to like make it better. But like, that was like the scariest point in the trip for me. I, I cause I thought maybe I'd blown my eardrum or I had risk of it. But even if, uh, uh, given what it was and it wasn't that, it was totally worth it because it was it was beautiful down there. I bet. Well, we, <clears throat> I didn't have anything quite that exciting that went on, but it, we, we had a good time in Aruba. We but we met a couple from Iowa that lived on a little. It's kind of a small farm, about forty acres, and <clears throat> they grow mushrooms. This was in Aruba. No, I met these people. <clears throat> Where? That were from Iowa in Aruba. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know Iowa's not and in we Aruba. Were, I was saying, and, well, where and, is your story we, taking place? We, 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 were, we were sitting around just drinking, having a good time. And you know me, I'd get up and go talk to somebody. Okay, so yeah. So I went up and talked to them and all the other people around them the first day or second day we were there, and the second day. And they told me where they were from and what they did. And he said, yeah, I got a... I, I worked on a thing with some popcorn from a friend of his that grew grows popcorn in Iowa. But how did it? Could you know the Iowa, the school, the that where they play football and all that stuff. They wear gold and black. Yeah. And he he worked on it for two and a half years, and getting it where when it popped, the popcorn was was gold and black when it popped. Really. Yeah. So and their name. So they they had a first, mushroom farm, and he developed a popcorn. But, but his friend, he, his friend had the patent on his popcorn, so he couldn't. But he could take the popcorn and 
use a derivative because it, the regular popcorn was just white, but it don't have this popcorn that this guy grows up there. It don't have husk on it. So you ain't got getting teeth in you, stuff in your teeth and all that stuff. But he's supposed to be, he's supposed to be sending me some, sending me and Nancy some popcorn so we can try it and see it where it turns. When you pop it, it's black and gold. That that's the development. I mean, the fact that it's black and gold is is cute and all, but it's huskless. That's that's the real story. I, I, I that's what. Yeah, I'm telling you. That's what me and him talked about. And his wife, his wife's name is Kim, and uh, she she emailed a show. Oh, because yeah? I give her I give her the rather be shagging fifty three at aol dot com. She everywhere she works at, she can be working but pull up dispatches from Myrtle Beach. And she said, I started watching one of them, and I stopped because I was laughing and carrying on so much. <laughs> so I went back, and she said every video, she went all the way back to the beginning and has been watching every dispatches from Myrtle Beach. And she said, I've been doing it at work, and said, people walk by and say, what is wrong with you? She's laughing and carrying on. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. She Did said, she, she said, uh, glad you figured out what dick pics were. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she sounds like she's a handful. Did she also yeah. say that, listen, Jody was a little drunk when he was talking about that corn. It does have husks well, and is not black and gold. I got to apologize. <laughs> was he a little? No, she didn't say that. No, he, and hey, uh, they, they could do like all the rest of us. They could they could imbibe and have a little drink. So <laughs> they were nice people, very nice people, and um, you know. So that was that was about the, you know we met a lot of people and uh, sat in the sun for six days and uh, got a big suntan and ate breakfast and then drank uh, strawberry daiquiris and pina coladas and. Just went on all about our business and went snorkeling a little bit. Oh, and yeah. Watch, and then I had some pictures of the... Uh, oh, look at the sunset. It must That's a selfie there. Yep. Look at that. Look at you with your selfie game. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you. What's a couple other things we did? Uh, we had a sheep encounter. We, dro- we, dro- we took one day and we drove all the way out to Milford Sound, which is like the most beautiful glacier carved uh, sound. But on a the drive there, we're like just going through the countryside. And we come around in this corner and I just see this white glob. And I started, I started filming with my camera. I have the footage, I'll show it to you. Um, I realized that the white glob is coming towards me and it is a herd of sheep. Lily, Lily. Look. What am I supposed oh, to do? What are we God. supposed to do? Stop. Stop, stop. I got Lily, Link, I got the video. Shut up. I don't know what to do. We stand here and wait for the sheep. Look at all the sheep. We don't know what to do. Mom. Bye. I mean, I wanted a really good sheep picture, so here we are. Hey, guys. Oh. <laughs> Uh, 
it was a herd of sheep that were being herded down the road by a shepherd. Oh, man. They are everywhere there, Dad. Sheep are everywhere. And everywhere there's not sheep, there's cows. And everywhere there's not cows, there's deer. Uh, all on farmland. They're like farming venison down there. Reindeer, uh-huh. too. Like big old antlers. It's like, it's, it's bucolic as all get out. You wouldn't believe it. Well, it sounds, sounds like it was beautiful. Yeah, that, that's, that's pretty neat that you got run into some uh, the eclectic stuff that goes on where you went to. Oh, yeah. And had to stop and just sit side of the road till the shepherd got all the sheep. Yeah, you can't buy a ticket to that. It's just something that happened. Traffic had to stop both ways. Uh, one other highlight, like there was this whole volcanic area where it was like... Um, There'd been this in, uh, I can't remember when it was. I can't remember dates that well. But there was like this, um, all of these hot springs were like bubbling up and making where this, a volcano had erupted in the past. And it created these huge hot ponds. And there was this one creek called Kerosene Creek that had this own like waterfall. And Kerosene? Yeah. Did you say kerosene? They, saw it, they called it Kerosene Creek because it, it stunk so bad like phosphorus. Oh, you know, yeah. You know how okay. in like you got all these hot springs, yep. they stink like rotten eggs. And uh, yep. everybody was swimming in it. So like me and Lincoln, I can't believe I got Lando to swim. And then like me and Lincoln like put our heads under the waterfall and we're like swimming in this water. And it was like there were people swimming all around. It, it was easily 90 degrees. Darn. It was unbelievable. That was early in the trip. And then like we couldn't wear those those swimsuits the rest of the trip because they stunk so bad. <laughs> like, yeah, everywhere you look, there was just something amazing to like, another adventure to go on. You got to see a part of the world, kind of like what Nana said a while ago, that when she called it, you know, you, you know, and she tells me all the time, said, you know, it, you need to do stuff while you're able and to, and to do it and enjoy it. So... Uh, yeah, it definitely felt like a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, and like I'm super grateful to have gone. You know, we, this has been pretty neat, us getting to catch up. And, we could talk forever. We probably shouldn't, though. But, you know, I, I thought I thought it was pretty neat. You, you were telling us about all these places you went to, and it, you made it feel like that it, I might just walk out the door over here at the house and I could get to that place from here, you know, <laughs> like like I I could be there. So that that was pre- that's pretty neat. Well, thank you, Dad. That, you know, uh, it ain't that, that easy, you, <laughs> trust me. Yeah, especially coming yeah. back. <laughs> you know, I, I'm telling you, it's been good talking about a Reuben. It's been good you telling us about New Zealand. It was fun being here with you, and it was fun having. Uh, all you, uh, God, I didn't. Myrtle beasts. Myrtle beasts. It's always been <laughs> fun having all you Myrtle beasts with us here today. And uh, so I'm trying to get back in the swing with you Myrtle beasts. And uh, we're so excited to be back. And don't forget to tune in in the next week for some another mini dispatch. And please click those follow and subscribe buttons wherever you get your podcast on YouTube and while you're at it, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. And you know, if you got a joke, a question, a comment you'd like to share with me, 
Email me at ratherbeshagging53 at aol.com. So we can't wait to spin your world around again next time. So we'll see y'all in about a couple of weeks. And uh, hope y'all enjoyed hearing about mine and Link's vacations. All right, Dad. Good work. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye.